Welcome to the Riot Podcast, where we have practical discussions on how to share your faith, see the news from God's eyes, and answer some of faith's hardest questions. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Welcome to the Riot Podcast. You know what that means. Today is Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Pete. Hey, happy Thanksgiving to you. That was funny. Gobble, gobble. I, that was not my normal intro. <laughs> yeah, it's welcome to the Riot Podcast. Oh, there it is. There it is. All right. Just so people know what they're listening to. We have a special guest. Yeah. Oh, this is Bob, by the way. Yeah. And uh, Pete's with me today. You know, that old Mac Daddy dude. But it's Turkey Day. It's not about Pete. It's about the turkey. But we have a special guest today, Pete. Would you like to introduce our beautiful special guest? Yes, it's Christine, my lovely wife. Hello, hello, hello. Howdy. Hello, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, <laughs> gobble, gobble. We're so happy you're on the show today. No doubt. No yeah. doubt. Well, I am so grateful to our listeners. It's Thanksgiving and they're listening to us. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Maybe. You wonder if they're listening to it like over the, you know, they turned off the football game and they're- Or, or a few weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> all right so it was just wishful thinking or maybe when they're comatose it's funny how our, oh yeah so they could fall well they don't need it the turkeys are it's, put it's funny how our listeners download so it's like on on the day that it drops you get you know maybe 20 30 percent yeah and then over time you see them they're just they you know it's, it's yeah. true and then a lot of people listen when they listen they don't listen to the updated week they listen a lot some people just hunt and peck and they listen to the show that the title makes sense. All right. Them. So ignore the happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> if you're not listening to this on Thursday in America, no, it's all good. But, but I mean, it's, we still have Thanksgiving wishes for you, regardless of when you're listening to this podcast. But what we're going to talk about is really good and it will encourage you. And so I think, you know, yeah. no matter, sometimes we talk about topics like, oh, I'm not interested in that. But if you really listen to what we're saying, it's it will encourage you, it will build you up. It's it's just good stuff. Yeah. We uh, well, we talk about important yeah. stuff like yeah. cranberry sauce. Yeah. Yay or nay. I I'm good with cranberry sauce. Yeah. Do you like the whole berries or the yes. the jelly? No, I like the whole berry. I'm the same way. Yeah. I'm the same way. Otherwise, yeah. it's like you're eating jelly. What about you, Chris? Yeah. I want to know. Uh, Inquiring minds want to know. I don't eat too much cranberry sauce. You know? No. You don't like it that much. I don't. But you like sweet potatoes. I love sweet potatoes. Sweet potato casserole or sweet oh. sweet potatoes? No, like sweet oh, potatoes. With... I have the marshmallows. Oh, and yeah. And you know, it's cinnamon. it's like a side dish, but it's also a dessert. dessert. Oh, yeah. It's a little bit of both. <laughs> okay, yeah. stuffing. Stu oh, yeah. With or without sausage? I don't think I've ever had it with sausage. Oh, it adds so that much That sounds amazing. Flavor. Yeah. People used to make a, a lot of people, and I think they still do, make it with oysters. Oh, I so I found before. that out the hard way. Yeah, because I'm allergic to oysters. Oh, <laughs> Oops. so Thanksgiving night that time was not too much fun for me. Uh, yeah, yeah. What about the pie? Which pie like, do you like best? Oh, pecan, apple, pumpkin. What else pecan. is there for Thanksgiving? It's, yeah, it's pumpkin. Yeah, pumpkin pie is your general. Yeah. That's your main one. And I'm not like I, I'm. Pumpkin pie to me is breakfast. It's yeah. not a dessert for no. me. I love pumpkin you pie. You can eat it anytime. Yeah. Do you a eat cup it? Of coffee. Yes. And I would say a slice of pumpkin pie, a fresh cup of coffee. Oh, speaking of fresh cup of coffee, check out this mug that I have, folks. If you are watching on YouTube, you get to see this. This is just special. It's a natural, uh, discipleship. natural discipleship and coffee. And it's got <laughs> pictures of the mountains. It's in one of these amazing, like 16 ounce camp um, cups. I just love it. Thank you. Thank you for the gift. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. If you guys want one, we'll get you one. That's so cool. You just got to contact us. So cool. What else is going on in your lives, guys? Um, Besides Thanksgiving? Besides Thanksgiving. And watching football? And Yeah. 
and decorating. Uh, go Seminoles. We have a we have a banquet coming up for natural discipleship. So we've been putting a lot of effort there. When so is that? Tuesday, December fifth. Yeah. If it's if anybody's in Orlando area on December fifth, great idea. Um, come out and uh, you're invited. Just reach out to us. Go to our fa- social media right or the riotpodcast.com and just contact us and say, hey, we would like to come to the banquet. Keyword Mac Daddy. If you yeah. use the keyword Mac Daddy, <laughs> we will get you a free ticket to the banquet. And I know it, you've listened. And many <laughs> of you, right. many of our listeners that have listened throughout the years, this is our fourth Thanksgiving, by the way. That's insane. That's um, crazy. But doing Riot Podcast. But if anybody that listened throughout the years, you know that I'm a part of a, both Bob and I are part of a natural discipleship, which is a multiplication ministry. It's it's blowing up all over the world. If there's, if you're looking for a tool or, or a curriculum to um, get going with discipleship, look up naturaldiscipleship.com. We have an app, download it. Um, but the ministry itself is just such an awesome, awesome thing that God is using all around the world. Anyway, that's what natural discipleship, that's the plug. Now Very cool. Thing. So again, <laughs> if you're in the Orlando area, keyword Mac Daddy, and we'll get you a ticket to this banquet yeah. Tuesday. It's like six o'clock, six thirty. Yeah, December fifth, December fifth, six o'clock. If you're in Orlando area, or if you just want to come in and fly in, let us know. Yeah, and, you'll uh, be blessed. We'll get, we'll have someone pick you up from the airport. Seriously, because um, I know we have people from all around the United States that listen to. That's us. right. We'll have our friend Uber pick you up and. Yeah, starting Uber. <laughs> no, one of us. I mean, I don't. I'm not thinking we're gonna have a lot of people that are gonna want, but we'll we figure will, out a way. We will figure out. Even a way. if we have to figure out where to put you, we'll figure that out as well. So that's right. You can stay in the podcast studios. Yeah. Right. Bring a sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So today we're going to talk about why we should give thanks. I mean, it's like common sense, I think, to people, but we're going to kind of take a spiritual side of this. Um, but why we should give thanks. It's just healthy, Pete, to have a spirit of gratitude. It is. You know people, right? Yeah, people that are always that that are ungrateful or yeah. always are playing victimhood or always whatever. Negative. Are they are they in are they happy people to be around? Are they no. fun people to be it, around? It is like you go Christine, to- you know anybody like that? I- Don't call out names, but I'm just saying <laughs> well. they're not any fun to even be around and they're just no. bitter. And it's like, man, just have a what a difference it makes when you have a heart of gratitude. People yeah. want to be around you, it's contagious, and just things go. Things go better for you. I think it, oh, go ahead. It sure does lighten the room when someone that's joyful and not gloomy and yes. doomy is in the room. So true. It's it's we were just talking about the other day. We sometimes are negative without even knowing we're negative. Yep. Like we'll like that person didn't check me out properly. I can't believe that they did it so slow. I mean, they should be training a little bit better than those people are training them. And so easy to be critical. Yep. And it's like immediately we go in there instead Ooh. of looking at it from a Thanksgiving standpoint. Thank you, Lord, for providing this store right. that was able to give us these goods. And Lord, I just pray that you would bless that checkout guy and that you would just continue to help him and so forth. And it's like we do it without even knowing it. Mm-hmm. And who are we to think that we are all it, right? It's only by God's grace that we have anything. Amen. And so anyway, yeah, that's good. That was good. Good thoughts. All right. I'm going to open us up in prayer and then we'll just dive into the show. If you guys are ready, any yeah. last comments? Are we good? Well, yeah, you just preached on Sunday and I just wanted to call out oh. and tell everybody that listened, man, if you guys, next time Bob preaches, we'll, we'll let you know. Um, and if you're in the Orlando area, you got to come out and listen to him. He's just dynamic. God has blessed him, anointed him. And, uh, every single time he preaches people's lives are changed and God is uh, lifted up and, and uh, just, it was awesome. And so I was just telling him, I says, 
I said his message was really smooth and it landed well and it was really simple to follow. And uh, God was glorified in all of it. So anyway, so just a shout out. That was awesome. Thank you, Pete. You're very kind. You're, You're very kind. Right. Awesome. What a great opportunity. Thank you, Barry, for the for the opportunity. And that's what Barry's not here today. He's out. He was out hunting with his 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 oldest son. Yeah. Um, so he got a little time away and he asked me to uh, to bring the word this Sunday. So I got that opportunity. What and it's just just a blessing. So it's thank like you, Barry, time. for that. Yeah. And uh praying you're having an amazing time with JD yeah. out there in the in the woods. All right, let's start off in uh let's just open up in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to just uh, talk about you, to share your word. And Lord, we just ask that you would help us and help our listeners have a have a spirit and a heart of gratitude as we uh, go into this holiday season. May that our, our time together with family and friends be joyful, but Father, may it uh, point to you and bring you glory in everything that we do. So Lord, we ask you to be with the show today. Bless it, honor it, and uh, Father, we just love you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. So every year, guys, we have done a Thanksgiving show, which is hard to believe. Like Pete, I think Pete said a few minutes ago, four years. This is our fourth Thanksgiving show, which that just blows me away. I, I can't believe it. So, um, but we do it so that we have a reminder that the followers of Christ should always. What does always mean? Always means all the time. Always yes. Yes. have an attitude of thanksgiving. And Pete was just sharing with us. You know, sometimes we slip and we we're like, ah, oh, you know, we're doing, you know, those kind of things. And it's we gotta always have an attitude of thanksgiving. And when we we fail, repent, turn around, and get back to it. This show is going to be a reminder to all of our listeners and to us, the three of us here, that being thankful is a part of God's perfect will. It is. So to start us off on today's show, we're going to read some Bible verses that uh, talk about Thanksgiving, and then we'll discuss each yeah. one of them. So the first one, right off the bat, we're going to start with Psalm 717, okay. and it says this, I will give to the Lord the thanks due to his righteousness, and I will sing praise to the same name of the Lord, the Most High, or to, to the name of the Lord. <laughs> I'm adding words. Sorry, Lord, didn't mean to add words to your book. Praise to the name of the Lord, the Most High. So yeah. what does that mean to you, Christina, Pete? Yeah. So I give to the Lord the thanks due to his righteousness. So again, recognizing that we're not right, but he is. Yeah. And it's in him that we become righteous. Um, and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord, which is Yahweh, the most high. It means the creator God, the, the one that created everything. And so humans at times want to bring praise to themselves. And humans at times want to... Um, think that they they are good and that they're amazing and that their works and that their gifts and everything are so good. But what it's saying here is, I was seeing praise to the name of the Lord, the Most High, the Creator God, the Yahweh, the one that's above everything. And so it's 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 because of Him we have righteousness, and it's because of Him we have our life. And so it should always start and end there when we give thanks. I don't know, Christine, thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Um, ditto. Yeah. Ditto. <laughs> well, no. I give thanks to the Lord. I have to look over here at Pete's notes. One second. Okay. Um, I will give thanks to the Lord that's due to him. Well, just think about all the things that he's done for us. Mm. We should be thankful. We should be coming to him with a thankful heart with, um, a ton of gratitude i mean just for waking up this morning thank you lord mm. <laughs> thank you for the breath thank you for the house yeah thank mm. you for my family mm. and all of the above because without that 
we wouldn't be here. It's yeah. so good. It's, I think we take for granted. I mean, even the, like you said, Christine, even the breath in our lungs. I mean, yeah. it's so easy to take all that for granted. But without him, we don't have we don't have any of that. It all belongs to him. So that that's cool. Um, another verse, Colossians three fifteen, says this: "And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful." Yeah, so that one broken down. I love Colossians. I, I, I was before you. I yeah. was already thinking that I'm like, I know Pete loves the book of Colossians. It's it's the one I always say this, and I, you guys have probably heard me say it many times. How many times have we quote Colossians? Not often. We quote Philippians all the time, but and not right Colossians to each other. They are, <laughs> but Colossians has so much meat there. But anyway, back to this one, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. It's. If we as Christians are not having joy and peace, that means that there's imbalance in our life or not walking properly with the Lord. Because in Jesus, all you experience is his joy, his love, his peace. It's, it's a transformational power. It's when we are in the presence of God, we're consumed by his love and everything about us has changed. Everything about us is right. And, and if we're trying to do things on our own, then we lack that peace. So, and so Paul is saying, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. And the only way that it can rule in your hearts is if we are walking closely and intimately with him, to which indeed you were called in one body. So not only to myself, but we as the body of Christ should be doing that. And when we are doing that, we should always be thankful because God has given us that. It's that unity, it's the body and so forth. I don't know. Thoughts, Bob? Yeah, that's so good. I mean, you were talking. So, part of the message that I shared on Sunday was about unity, and this verse reminds me of, of of just that. It's like if if we're having conflict with others, like in our marriages, we're having conflict with other believers, um, we're having conflict in our church. It all stems back to our relationship with the Father. If if our relationship with the Father is is right, then those things don't happen. So. Um, yeah, that just reminded me of that. It says in that verse, to which indeed you were called in one body. We should, <laughs> I, I just, so that's what reminded me of that. That's why, I, I mean, I'm so thankful that, that you and I are together and, and we're like-minded and I think there, we're 99.9% .9 on the same page in our thought process. What's that point one? I have no idea, <laughs> but I know it's, I know it's probably there and something you might think, well, I'm not sure I see it that way. I mean, that's normal. Football. That's that's part of theology. Yeah, that's, that's part right. of our exegesis. USC fan. I'm a Seminole fan. There, right. there it is. Right. <laughs> but 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 how grateful are we for each other? Oh, amen. We want to be thankful. But at the same time, it's when you're walking closely with the Lord, you have peace. Well, guess right. what that peace does to me? It helps me have peace. That's such a good point. And when I'm walking close to the Lord, I have peace. And what's that peace do for you? It gives you peace. And we're the body of Christ, one mind. So That's such a good reminder. Our relationship... Our relationship with the Father not only affects us, it affects all the people around us. That's such a good, that's it such does. a good point. Yeah. Wow. It's that peace that surpasses all understanding. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's complete contentment also when you have that peace. Mm. Um, people that aren't content are all over the place. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they're very hard to deal with. <laughs> Amen. When, when they're walking in Christ and in the spirit, their spirit is settled. Yeah, it's hard to have peace when you're not content. Mm -hmm. And and it's hard to have order when you're not content. And it's it's most definitely hard to be thankful. And so it all it all leads together.
Yeah, almost impossible. I think. It is. I don't know that you could be content. No. If you're, yeah, they kind of go hand in hand. It does. So good. Yeah. All right, let's do this verse. And this is funny because this is right out of uh, the message on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and by supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made to God. What is Paul trying to teach us here? Yeah, why don't you start since you already you taught on it this last <laughs> Sunday? Well, I, I took a twist on this. So going into um, I, I, going into preaching Philippians 4, 6, that was the first thing that came to mind was, hey, this is the do not be anxious um, part of the Bible. And I took a twist back up to verses 2 and 3, where Paul is sharing about this disunity in the church of Philippi. And uh, so I kind of took a, uh, I didn't take it. I think the Holy Spirit kind of shared with me that, hey, this is not just about don't be anxious. This is also about why unity is important in the church, um, in our families, in our communities, and certainly, I think I said our families, but certainly at our kitchen tables. Um, So um, going back to this verse, but in everything, so Paul basically says the same thing four times here. So he's like, you need to pray correctly, right? You need to have the right mindset in prayer. And it's so important that in this verse, Paul says four times, basically, you need to pray. But, and let me go over it real quick. It says, and everything by prayer, obviously that's praying. Supplication, also prayer. Thanksgiving, um, well, who are you giving thanks to? If you're giving thanks to the Father, then that's also prayer. And then let your request be made known to God. So four times in that one sentence, basically Paul is sharing with us, we need to have the right attitude of prayer. Yeah, we're not finding peace without the communication with the Father. Again, everything is stemmed in the Father. And the way that we communicate with the Father is through the Word of God and surrendering our lives to Him, but through prayer. And, and so when we read, it's like when, when I do my devotion time, I'm praying, and then at the same time, I'm meditating on the Word of God, and then I'm surrendering it to Him in prayer and thanking Him for the Word, thanking Him for you know helping me, thanking Him for speaking with me. I'm giving Him uh, um, you know, my supplication. I'm giving Him my request. I'm, I'm sharing with Him. But everything is always centered around bringing him glory, everything, all of it. And if I'm doing that properly, then I have no anxiousness in me because I can't see the anxiousness. All I experience is the goodness. Mm. And it's in the goodness that sets me free. It's in God's truth. It's in his word. It's in his presence. I have fine peace. I find contentment and I can't be anxious. And so if we're having it and it, it's hard for us to be thankful. But if we can find rest in him, then we can be thankful. We can start being thankful for everything and stop complaining so much. So, yeah. All right. Any thoughts? No. Nope. Good. No. Nope. All right. Good. All right. Let's move, move on. <clears throat> Let's turn our attention now to the history of Thanksgiving based on an article by Sam um, Crabtree. Yeah. He wrote this. The original Thanksgiving celebration was held by the Pilgrim settlers in Massachusetts, Plymouth Rock, during their second winter in America. On December, in December of 1621, man, that was a long time ago, Pete. It was a few few days the ago. The first winter, they had killed, the first winter, 44 people were killed of the original 102. At one point, their daily food ration was down to five kernels of corn apiece. But then an unexpected training ve- trading vessel arrived, swapping them beaver pelts for grain, providing for their severe need. The next summer's crop brought hope. And Governor William Bradford decreed that December 13th, 
December 13, 1621, be set aside as a day of feasting and prayer to show the gratitude of the colonists that they were still alive. Yeah, I mean, how it, that wasn't by accident that that tr- uh, trader vessel came. No. I mean, God was orchestrating that. God takes care of it. Even when we don't know what's going to happen, something like that takes place. But these pilgrims seeking religious freedom and opportunity in America gave thanks to God for his provision for them and helping them find 20 acres of cleared land for the fact that there were no hostile Native Americans in that area. For their newfound religious freedom and for God's provision of an inter- interpreter to the Native Americans in Squanto, you did a whole. We did a whole show on Squanto. On Squanto, yeah. yeah. But what an amazing story! Talk about God leading, yeah. <laughs> Along with the feasting and games involving involving the colonists and more than eighty Native Americans, who added to the feast by bringing wild turkeys and venison. Prayers, sermons, and songs of praise were important in the celebration. Three days were spent feasting and prayer. I just I can imagine that. So I'm thinking, here's broken and contrite people, okay? They're filled with joy, even in the midst of that. They're filled with love, and they're looking for ways to, as Philippians tells us too, to elevate others above themselves. They're looking for ways to bless people. That's what they're doing. So here's the Native Americans, and they're looking at them, and, they, and the Native Americans are looking and says, well, I don't see evil. I don't see hate in your eyes. I don't hear it in the tone of your voice. I hear gentleness. I hear kindness. And, and, and they were able to come together. And Squanto had, because he was over in England for a while, had learned English and he was able to interpret and they were able to share this goodness together and break bread together. That's what God is looking for. If we are going into things and trying to you know, control people, I'm so smart and I this, or, or we have a bitterness or we have a bad day or just whatever, we're not connecting too well, right? And so, but if we have an attitude of thanksgiving and we're connecting with the spirit of God, radical things like this takes place. Well, and the pilgrims had lots of things they could have been <laughs> complaining about. Oh yeah. <laughs> like half of them were dead. <laughs> they had no shelter. They had no food. <laughs> but they just kept they just kept looking to God. Yeah. I don't know. Thoughts, Chris? I was just trying to think and imagine of landing in a foreign land. You think when you travel, well, nowadays it's it's easy to figure out what the weather's gonna be like, but they had no clue what they were going into. One, on the boat, two, once they landed. And three, what kind of things they were going to face. So I'm thinking of Abraham when God told him to get up and go. That's the same thing. Yeah, He just got up and go because he was being obedient. Mm-hmm. But they they were provided for. Yes, at times, I'm pretty sure there was a lot of struggles going on trying to figure out their new surroundings and everything. But they trusted God and, and they obeyed mm-hmm. and they went. Um, and he provided for them in miraculous ways. We're just reading that story of how the food came along for them, you know? Mm-hmm. I just, can you imagine their prayers when Squanto came into their life? <laughs> I mean, seriously, imagine. They're like, oh my gosh, Lord, thank you so much that we're able to connect this way. I mean, I just can't even imagine. And then the food and everything else that was provided. So, yeah, that was good, Chris. Yeah, the story is, if you don't know the story of Squanto, look it up. 
Google yeah. it. I mean, there's a couple good books on it. I think Eric Metastas may have wrote a or go a back to our past previous or listen like... to the previous podcast. Did we do it last year or the year? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. Did you read statement two already? I'm like confused. I'm like, it looks like know. what you just talked about. Yeah, probably. and I don't want to go over it twice. So. No, let's just go into three. <laughs> All right. Um, speaking of three, yeah. from the time forward, from that time forward, Thanksgiving has been celebrated as a day to give thanks to God for his gracious and sufficient provision. President Abraham Lincoln officially set aside the last Thursday of November in in 1863 as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent uh, beneficent man. That's the proper language they use, so that's hard. Our beneficent father. Old, old English. <laughs> in 1941, Congress ruled that after that date, the fourth Thursday yep. of November would be observed. So it just got it just got changed a little bit. And President Washington also did uh, a similar declaration. Um, to celebrate Thanksgiving. But this so, made it a federal But this holiday. made it an actual federal holiday. Yeah, yeah really good. So in 1941, Congress ruled, yep. right? So instead of being the last Thursday, it turned it into, which is sometimes that's the same day, but yeah. sometimes there's five Thursdays in a month. So. so what do you think people think of Thanksgiving today? Do, do they realize where it stemmed from? Most people don't. Most right? Americans, I don't think, do. So they were just like, you know, hey, I don't know. Growing up, my generation, I mean, yeah, I'm in my, you know, I'm 56. I think going, I think we did. We celebrated. I mean, we dressed up like pilgrims in, yeah. in elementary school and kind of. But they've lost think, a lot of that. Yeah, I don't day. know that people today really got, have a firm grasp on what what this whole Thanksgiving thing is all about. It's I mean, food and football. Right? And I think people get the Thanksgiving part. Hey, we have to be thankful for our family yeah. and, and we're thankful and that's good to be thankful. I think they get all of that. But the spiritual element behind it is pilgrims they were thankful because god god brought them squanto that they were god is the one that provided the food for them it was god that set them up and so, same thing with today it's god that has allowed us to watch television football yeah. it was god that has provided the food or or you know whatever length it is to be able to eat yeah i'm not together. sure that yeah i'm not sure they're knowing that i mean we talked about the difference between Jamestown and Plymouth Rock a few weeks ago, I think, in one of our shows. Yeah. And I think a lot of that's being lost. I think there's, it's sad, but there's a lot of people that are trying to push America as this evil, terrible place. And we have our th oh, flaws. Yes. We have, absolutely, we have our yeah. flaws. But uh, I think there's more, for some reason, there seems to be more people pushing the the whole Jamestown philosophy rather than the, the Pilgrim philosophy. Right. And there was so much, there's, there's, there's so much good in their core from the beginning yeah. that the world and, and evil has overcome us a lot. And that's what we're seeing everywhere. But, but from our core, we were thankful to God. We were thankful for what he's given us. And so for us, we just, you know, thank you, Abraham Lincoln, for making it a federal holiday. Thank you for bringing to our mind that we need to set up time to be thankful, yeah. not just today, but every day. Um, but thankful for what he's given us and friends and family and just life, our breath. I don't know, Chris, thoughts? Um, we haven't done it because we haven't been with our, all our family, but our tradition for Thanksgiving was obviously we start out holding each hand, our, our whole family, entire family would get together and then, uh, we would pray and then each one of us had to say something that we were thankful from the Lord for, for this year. And I miss doing that. I miss doing that with. We should do it this family. Thanksgiving then. We should. 
Maybe our friends will do it with us. Make it happen. <laughs> I would change the wording though. But again, it they get it to brings, they get to share something they're yeah, thankful yeah, for. It Amen. brings the focus back not onto um the worldly things of the day, which just like Christmas, it's become so prevalent in we've taken God out of a lot of things in our lives and it's it's sad. Um, and that's why our world is falling apart. Yeah. In a lot of our lives, you know, mm-hmm. but spiritually, scripturally, we find things related to the issue of Thanksgiving nearly cover to cover. Individuals offered up sacrifices out of a gratitude in the book of Genesis. The Israelites sang a song of Thanksgiving as they were delivered from Pharaoh's army. After How does that pro- song go? I don't know, but it's in Exodus 15. You want to, you want to sing it? <laughs> I was hoping you would. No. Later, the the Mosaic law set aside three times each year when the Israelites were to gather together. All three of these times, unleavened bread, also called the Feast of the Passover, um, we find that in Exodus 12. Harvest of the Pentecost, we find that in Leviticus 23. And the Feast of the Ingathering of the Tabernacles, we find in Leviticus 23 as well, involved remembering God's provision and grace. Harvest and tabernacles took place specifically in relation to God's provision in the harvest of various fruit trees and crops. The book of Psalms is packed full of songs of thanksgiving, both for God's grace to the Israelites' people as a whole through their mighty deeds, as well as for the individual or his individual graces to each of us. So the Bible as a whole is constantly teaching us that we are to be thankful. Give thanks to the Mm -hmm. Lord, for He is good. Give thanks to the Lord. Have a song of praise of thanksgiving. It's just constant throughout the Bible. And so that's, again, what, as a follower of Christ, we are spiritual beings. We are to walk in fellowship in the Spirit, not in the flesh. We no longer think as the flesh. So everything that we do, we're thinking from the spiritual standpoint. We don't battle against flesh and blood. It's a spiritual battle. It's an enemy that's trying to attack us and to get us down. And so when we look at things from the spiritual, how could we not be thankful? But if we're looking at things from the fleshly, of course we're not thankful because all we're thinking about is ourselves, what we feel, what we want. Totally different minds. Yep. All right. In the New Testament, we find that Thanksgiving is to always be part of our prayers. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, it says this, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And then in, in 1 Timothy 2, 1, it says, Therefore I exhort first all of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. So we should give thanks to God every time we pray. That's such a good reminder. Every time. Every time we pray, we should be thanking God. What do you guys think? Christine? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she agrees. <laughs> Amen. Oh, um, sorry. I don't have notes or anything, so I'm kind of winging it here. But all right. Uh, First Thessalonians 5.18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Amen. So it's his will that we give thanks thank him for again like i said earlier everything give him thanks enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise be thankful to him and bless his name psalms 104 mm. and then colossians 4 2 continue earnestly in prayer be vigilant in it with thanksgiving mm. so we're always to be rejoicing always be thank thanking him for all things and in all things you know, it's just not for things, but when we're going through things, we thankful 
be thankful for that. I mean, um, James, James one, one, be thankful for the trials and the tribulations. Mm -hmm. Who wants to be, yeah. yeah. Who wants to be joyful in those? Mm -hmm. But again, that is building our character and our trust in him when we do give him thanks for those things and all things. Yeah. I mean, we talked about that just at the beginning of the show. It's, it's God's perfect will for Thanksgiving. It's, the, the mindset is, I mean, even if we, God says he knows our prayer, our need before we even ask, right? So even if we just went into, God, I'm just going to spend this time thanking you. You're glorifying God. You're, you're answering God's perfect will for your life. He just wants you to be thankful. And, and can you imagine living your day every day in it with an attitude of thanksgiving? Where you're like, thank you, God, that my car turned over. Thank you, Lord, that my wife uh, woke up. Thank you, Lord, for my, my, my daughter. Thank you, Lord, for my son. Thank you, Lord, for the job that you gave me today. Thank you, Lord, that I have gas in my car. Thank you, Lord, that my car started. Thank you, Lord, that electricity turned on. Thank you, Lord, that you provided this morsel of food. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's, it's, if we can find a habit there, we're doing God's perfect will. It's, it's finding that habit of thanksgiving in verses I'm in control. My flesh is ruling and I want it my way and I'm mm. going to control it and I'm going to be negative. And I'm going to be upset and be angry. Total different mindset. And you have a total different lifestyle and you're a total different person than, than to be around. A person that's thankful is a great person to be around versus a person that's negative and complaining all the time. So I don't know. What a habit. What a great habit to have. That's awesome. Yeah. Of all of God's gifts, the greatest one he has given us is the gift of his son, Jesus Christ. On the cross of Calvary, Jesus paid our sin debt so a holy and just judge could forgive us our sins and give us eternal life as a free gift. Mm. This gift is available to those who will call on Christ to save them from their sin um, in a simple but sincere faith. John 3.16 uh, Romans 3, 19, or 3, 19 through 26. Again, see Romans 6, 23, Romans 10, 13, and Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. Yeah, we're not giving you those verses because we just want, we want you to have context. And so the gift is available to those who will call on Christ to save them from their sin is simple, but sincere faith. Sincere faith is key in having an attitude of thanksgiving. And those verses all give it context. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's good. So for this gift of his son, the gift which meets our greatest need, and boy, that's an understatement of the day. Yep. The Apostle Paul says this, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift in 2 Corinthians I 9, love that. 15. So beautiful and so true. I, I sometimes just meditate on God's word, or the more that I'm reading and meditating on his word, uh, the more I realize that I fall short. And Sometimes I I get I really get hard on myself. Um, I just you know I really want to walk holy all the time, and um, I rem I realize I have a lot of hangups and I have a lot of shortcomings, and I have a lot of pride. Um, and uh, I've I've learned <clears throat> that when I focus not on my issues because I have a lot, but I focus on the indescribable gift that God has given me. Mm. And, and the grace of God and the mercy of God, that sets me free from my misery. And, and I am not, but by God's grace, I am saved. By God's grace, I have been given the gift of God, uh, the Son, uh, for salvation for all. It's, it's really is really understand that and to be free there and to live there. 
Wow. And when Paul said, you know, this indescribable gift, I, the words don't describe it. When you fully can comprehend it, the magnitude of it, it's just, it's radical. It's overwhelming. It's mind boggling. And <clears throat> my heart hurts for so many people that are miserable out there that don't understand this. And they just don't have a relationship with this good God. And that all he wants is a relationship all he desires is to have fellowship with you. He just wants to bless you exceedingly abundantly more than you possibly think or imagine. He just wants to pour into you all of himself. He just wants to fill you. And he wants us to get our eyes off of our inadequacy, put our eyes on his perfection. And if we put our eyes on his perfection, he says that I give you that. I give you my whole. I give you my righteousness. It's in me that you're set. It's in me that you're transformed. And it's true. The more that we can say no to the TV screen, say no to the effects of the world, and say no, and say more to prayer and fast uh, meditation upon God's word, we find that indescribable gift mm. overwhelming. Oh, that's just really good. Hey, you got anything, good. Christine? All right, cool. All right, that's all right. We, like the pilgrims, have a choice. In life, there will always be those things that we can, that we can complain about. Pilgrims had lost so many loved ones, for example, but. There will also be much to be thankful for. As our society becomes increasingly secular, the actual giving of thanks to God during our annual Thanksgiving holiday is being overlooked, leaving only the feasting mm. and maybe some football. <laughs> may God grant that we may find us grateful every day for all of his gifts, spiritual and material. Everything. No thoughts? Everything. Yeah. That's what I said earlier. Yeah. Um. Again, it's it's coming together as family and friends and just acknowledging not only on just Thanksgiving, but every day, like we said, of of who God is in your life. Um if you start recognizing that more, I think you're building a stronger relationship because you're acknowledging him for the things he's done and is doing in your life. And I think when we don't do that, we get focused on ourselves and and things rather than Christ. Yeah. Totally That's... agree. Totally agree. Well, I'm thankful for you guys. Yeah, amen. And thankful, I mean, Paul said it best. You know, I'm just thankful for the, uh, the indescribable gift of Jesus. And mm. if you don't know Jesus, um, then you don't know that you probably don't even can't comprehend what we're even talking about. So Pete, why don't you just share a little bit with those folks? Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is God is good and every good gift comes from him. James 1 said 17 tells us that for those who know Christ, God also works everything together for good. Even events we would not necessarily consider good. We find that in Romans 8, 28 through 30, but may he find us to be his grateful children. And I think for many of us that are listening, I don't know if, if you got all the way through, here's our message to you. Put your eyes on Jesus. Stop complaining. Stop murmuring. Stop trying to control your next steps in your life and just find peace in his presence. And the way that you do that is through prayer. We talked about it. The way that you do that is finding contentment. And, and when you find when you pray and you find that contentment, you're going to find a peace that surpasses all understanding, as Christine said earlier. It's something that will transform you and change you. And in order to do that, if you're a follower of Christ, you need to just say, God, forgive me for not being thankful. Thank, forgive me for being 
um, negative and waking up and, and, and just miserable. And as a child of God, that should never happen. So just ask him to forgive you. Just pray, just say, God, forgive me. And I, and then turn from it and recognize it, you know, call it out. So next time you're negative or next time you're complaining, call it out and just say, Hey, God doesn't want me to do that <clears throat> and stop it. I mean, I mean, take this seriously, you know, I mean, to have an attitude of Thanksgiving is a big deal. We learned that, you know, and then if you are saved uh, or if you're not saved and you just like, you know what, I just, I think if I were to die, I don't have that eternal gift. I don't have this undescribable gift in my own life. I, I haven't given my life to Jesus. And so you can do that today. And the Bible says it's very easy. He, he tells us to, to, that you would repent of your sins, to admit that you're a sinner, and that you just cry out to Jesus and say, God, forgive me of my sins. I repent of that. I turn from my wicked ways. And then, it, then the Bible says that we are to confess him, that we believe that he is the God, that he is Christ. And that he died and rose again on the third day. And you believe that. You just you say, God, I believe that. I, I, I believe that you are who you say you are. And I choose today to follow you. I choose today to surrender my life to you. And if you say that in your heart, and if you believe that in your mind and your soul, the next thing is that you start living it. That you don't just say it, but now you start living it. You will start seeing, the Bible says in Romans 12, that you're that by the renewing of your mind, your, your life will start to be transformed. And what you'll start discovering is 2 Corinthians 5.17. Old things will pass away, and behold, all things will become new. And that's what will happen. The, your old way of watching TV or porn or listening to music or, or you know feeding your flesh will no longer be appetite for you. You won't want it. You won't desire it. You're going to turn from it. You're going to want to walk holy. You're going to want to walk in fellowship. And so that's it. So you need to confess your sins. You need to repent of your sins. You pray, you seek God, you get in the word, you start reading, you get a part of a great Christian fellowship. You find a body of Christ. If you don't know one, reach out to us. We would love to get you in, in, in connection with a great Bible-believing church. If you're in the Orlando area, there's many here. Go Church is one of them. In Calvary Chapel, Orlando, there's another one. There's many churches in this region that can help you. Uh, but get in contact with us. Bob, how could they do that? Oh, great question, Pete. Um, the best way, I think, to do is just jump on our website, The Riot Podcast. Go to, um, you, can, you know, you can go to the No God tab. Lots of questions are answers to questions there. But if you scroll down to the bottom of it, there's a place to fill in um, kind of a questionnaire. And you can reach out to us that way. We would love to hear from you. You can also go to any of our social media sites. You can go to X. You can go to Facebook. You can go to YouTube. And uh, while you're there, do us a favor, click the, the like button and share it with a friend. What this does is it helps get the podcast out in front of more people. So it doesn't cost you anything, but it helps us a lot. It helps the podcast a lot get out to more people. So we would really appreciate if you would do that. But uh, we want to hear your questions. Like Pete said, if you're looking for a, a body of Christ and uh, you just need some help in that direction, we'd love to help you. Um, if you... Uh, have been touched by this message in some way, or maybe you're like, man, I, I need to know more about knowing this Jesus guy. Um, we would be just honored to be able to walk you through that and uh, show you show you how you can know him better. So uh, again, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Always a, a pleasure being with you guys. I am grateful for you and uh, looking forward to breaking bread with you on Thursday. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Christine, did you have one last thing to read? One last thing. Psalms 100. It's a song of praise. Uh, for the Lord's faithfulness to his people. 
Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. He is who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. What a way to end the show. Be blessed, everyone. This has been The Riot Podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please feel free to leave a comment and share it with your friends. See you back here next week for another episode of The Riot Podcast.